Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie is an American musician and filmmaker. I started listening to Rob Zombie music um, when I was in junior high, uh, around the time when, probably like 2000, 2001, um, when Twisted Metal, the video game, was really popular. Um, Some of his music was featured in the game. And I'd be over at my friend's place playing Twisted Metal and we'd be listening to Rob Zombie music, and that's when I really kind of became a fan. And in 2003, his movie um, House of a Thousand Corpses came out, um, which he wrote and directed, and then 2005, he followed that up with what I would say his best film yet, uh, The Devil's Rejects. And just this uh, this. Last couple of weeks, uh, his new film, Three from Hell, just came out, um, which uh, completes the trilogy. And these uh, these films are basically um, as close as you can get to a Western horror as you can. Um, I really love the films, and Rob is a great filmmaker. He did a great job remaking Halloween 1 and 2. Um, those came out in 2007 and 2009. Incredible films. Really love his uh, his style. And uh, fun fact about Rob Zombie is he was a production assistant on Pee Wee's Playhouse. So that's pretty cool. Something something that uh, Rob and I both have in common. We uh, we worked as production assistants. Although uh, I worked a lot longer as a production assistant than he did because he got quickly uh, into the music scene um, with his band Rob Zom- uh, White Zombie and then uh, got into uh, his own music with, uh, with his band Rob Zombie and uh, really took off in the music scene quite early um, in New York City. He jokes that he was one of the last bands to get signed um, out of all the bands at the time in New York City. And um, yeah. Rob Zombie, he's a really cool, relaxed guy, and uh, I want to party with him. Although Rob Zombie became famous for his music, he always wanted to make movies. But he always thought that Hollywood was just so far out of reach, um, coming from you know small town in Massachusetts. Um, Hollywood for him was always this this place that, like... Oh, it's so unattainable to get to um, and to be able to break into the movie industry. Um, but he, when he moved to New York City, uh, he went to art school and then he uh, started a band in New York City and uh, became famous for his music. Um, but he always wanted to make films. So the thing he started doing was he would direct his own music videos and then uh, came the opportunity that he actually got to start making film. I want to sit down and talk to Rob about a film that he wants to make and something that he actually spent two years trying to develop but just never really uh, never really took off. Um, and this film is called The Broad Street Bullies, which is about the, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers back in the 70s. 
um, when they came into the league and they were a, a losing team, um, but they built up their team with all these tough guys. And you could say that they bullied their way into winning back-to-back Stanley Cups. They were the most feared team in the league at the time. The 71-72 Philadelphia Flyers. They were just in their fifth season in the NHL when they missed the playoffs for the second time in three years. In 72-73, the Flyers earned the nickname Broad Street Bullies en route to their first winning season and first playoff series victory, beating the Minnesota North Stars before losing in the semifinals to the Montreal Canadiens. In 73-74, the Flyers became the first expansion team to win the Stanley Cup. And in 74-75, the Flyers repeated as Stanley Cup champions and were the last Stanley Cup champion team to be composed of entirely Canadian-born players. This team was built to bully their way to the Stanley Cup. Coming up is a segment with Rob Zombie talking to Joe Rogan about the Broad Street Bullies. Is there a style of film or a kind of movie that you want to do that you haven't done yet that you're thinking you'd like to get into? I mean, there's two different projects I tried to develop for a long time and they both failed to get off the ground. One was this movie called The Broad Street Bullies. And it was about the 1974 Philadelphia Flyers. And the movie is, the the true story is so insane that you can't believe it's real. Just the way that they decided, you know, they were a fledgling team, nobody cared. So they basically built a team of tough guys, you know, which is kind of like slap shots, almost like the same. Mm -hmm. Won the Stanley Cup twice based on just being so scared so, and so terrorizing other teams would be scared to play them. And they'd be like, oh, you get the Philly flu because major players would be like, oh, I'm too sick to play when we get to Philly. Cause the, and you go back and you watch the fights that took place during the, the, those seasons. They literally go into the crowd and they're fighting with fans. They come off the ice. They break up. I mean, when the guys are fighting, it's not, and it doesn't seem like good natured, like, oh, okay, we're going to go, we're going to go. It seems like gripping someone's hair and punching them in the face till their teeth are all gone type fighting. Cops are breaking up the fights on the ice. Cops. Cops. <laughs> With skates? No. Pol- uniformed policemen come onto the ice and start breaking things up. Right, but they're sliding around with their Yeah, trying to... Their it's all shoes. on YouTube. It's amazing. I mean, I, just, I, I researched this for, for years. And, um, and then they just, you know, and, and Bobby Clark at that time was like the most hated man in hockey. I don't know if you're a hockey fan at all, but he was just like... Another one of those guys who was here... I don't know. I could go on forever for a movie that didn't make, but but I, I kept trying to make it go and go and just could, it just never... You could just never, and I was in, went to Philadelphia and I was hanging out with the team and I was in their archives and having access to everything. I thought, this is going to happen and just couldn't, it wouldn't move. Why, why not? I don't know. I don't know if the team and the team owners want to glorify that time in the, in, if there's an amazing documentary on it that was on HBO, maybe like five years ago you got to watch it it's what's do you remember nuts. the name it might have been called broad street bullies because it was you know the spectrum was on broad street mm-hmm. so that's how they get the name but it's nuts and it was like you know the dave schultz and he's wearing like a nazi helmet and he was the tough guy on the team that everybody's petrified of and 
these guys that like had really long hair and big beards. I mean, it's not like hockey. You know, I look like a maniac. <laughs> and they'd get stuff like, you know, you'd see them get stitches, get hit, get stitched, go back on the ice with the stitches. There's jerseys covered in blood and they don't even change their jersey. They're playing covered in blood. Well, it's such a crazy Something sport. Something they never do now. Well, that sport still to this day is such a throwback because it's the only sport where you're allowed to fight in the middle of the sport. Hockey, imagine if they had that with basketball. Hockey players are the toughest motherfuckers because I always loved hockey. I wanted to be a hockey player when I was a little kid, and that was my thing. And for a long time, me and my wife, we had season tickets for the Kings, so we'd go to every single game year after year after year, and we'd always hang out with the team, and they'd come to our house and then party, and we'd always be with them in Vegas. And, and they're like football players on skates. And they're all for like these like guys from like Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, and like they yeah. get their teeth out and they get crazy in the bar, and <laughs> they're like mental. And they're just like, who else is skating at ninety miles an hour, crashing into boards? Yeah. I definitely want to see this movie get made, especially if it were directed by Rob Zombie. It would be so badass. I'm Canadian and I love hockey. And I would love the opportunity to produce this film. Let's get it into development again. Let's take it all the way to the big screen. Who do we need to talk to to get this in development again and really to push the barrier and finally get this film made? It's been in development by Rob Zombie for a a few years and he wasn't able to get it made. There was people before him that tried to get it made. Who do we need to talk to? Do we need to talk to the owners of the team? Um, obviously, we'd need the rights from the NHL and the team owners for the, the logos for the not only the Philadelphia Flyers, but any team that they would play against. And then... Um, a lot of the players are already on board um, with this. I know Rob got time to hang out with the team and, and some of the players that were on the team at that time. And he's really done a lot of work to get the, uh, the film to where it's at a point where it could get made. He's gotten, definitely gotten the furthest. And um, maybe he can get a guy like me on board to produce. And I, I would sit down with uh, Gary Bettman, the uh, commissioner of the NHL, maybe Bill Daly, and just figure out, okay, what do we, what do we need to do to get everything in place? Obviously, once it comes to casting, that's going to be, a tough thing because you want to get good actors, but they, they have to be able to skate really well. And so maybe you get hockey players that can act. Um, we'll see how that goes. But um, I don't think it's as complicated to make a film like this as it, uh, it should be. It should be a lot easier to get it done. And um, it would be pretty awesome to uh, see a film like this. Rob Zombie, I want to party with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Stay tuned for more.
Peace.